This episode of the CPA Reviewed Podcast is brought to you by my company, Ninja CPA Review, where you can get all Ninja materials under our new Ninja monthly plan for one low monthly price, which is cheaper than a cup of coffee per day. And Ninja Monthly works with any CPA review course, or it can be used standalone for standalone study. So if you like your course, you can keep it. If you hate your course, well, you can ditch it and go 100% Ninja. And the best part, there is no commitment. So this is not a financing plan. So Ninja is the only monthly plan that lets you walk away after one month, no questions asked, for any reason whatsoever, Every other monthly plan out there locks you into at least $1,500 to $3,000, and you can't walk away. So, But with Ninja, you can. And if you try it, and if you hate it, hey, shoot me an email. I will refund your money. And so there's literally no reason not to become a Ninja right now. So right now, this very second, hit pause and go to another71.com forward slash Ninja, and then sign up, and then hit play, and then listen to the rest of the podcast. Now, after you sign up, shoot me an email, jeff at another71.com. That's jeff at another71.com. And let me know that you listened to the podcast and became a ninja. And I promise I will reply. And while you are shooting me an email, tell me your story. I want to hear it. Okay, that's it. Hit pause. Go sign up to be a ninja. Shoot me an email. And I will see you in the dojo. The following is general advice only and should not be construed as accounting, legal, or any other professional advice. The details of your situation are fact-dependent and you are advised to seek the help of a competent professional. And we are live. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to another action-packed edition of the Another71.com CPA Exam Podcast. As always, I am your humble host, Jeff Elliott, a licensed CPA in the state of Kansas by the grace of God and to the chagrin of many and the numbers growing daily, I assure you. Welcome to episode 89. Somehow we've done 89, 89 of these things. Hopefully a few people have been listening along the way. You can hit me up on Facebook as 48,000 of you have done as well as Twitter and of course the another71.com foreign forum over half a million posts there you want to be on the podcast if you have questions hopefully I have an answer or two you can go to another71.com forward slash free and that will give you a free trial of ninja monthly and inside of ninja monthly in addition to the free MCQ and book and notes and all of those goodies you can submit your question to the ask Jeff in the dojo and it will move to the top of the list for the next podcast. So again, that's another71.com forward slash free, and you can check it out there. And let's get started. And Dan starts things off. Hi, Jeff. I realize you own a CPA review course, but do you have any general comments on each of the major CPA review courses? Meaning, for example, Becker might be good for person A, while person B might prefer Ninja or Glime, etc. Okay, <laughs> uh, this is a loaded question and full of many tripwires and landmines. So I will do my best to navigate this terrain. So 
the bigger question is, so I guess the question is, what is the best CPA review course um, for each individual person? So I guess we'll go through some of the name brands. And again, I am a competitor of all of these companies, and but they all, all of their, their students are well represented on the another71.com forum. So it's like, it's like if you owned a coffee shop and uh, people brought in their Starbucks or whatever other <laughs> um, Blue Bottle, whatever other name brand coffees you might like. So it's like you own your own local coffee shop, but then everyone else brings in their own, <laughs> their own stuff. And it's like, that's just how it is. So I'm a competitor. I am biased, but... I also try to be objective and fair, and a guiding principle that I use is I try to treat um, the companies that are represented in my forum. While I am a competitor, I try to treat them the way that I personally would want to be treated. So, and you know, as Mom said, if you can't say anything anything nice, don't say anything at all. Type of thing. No. Um, so Becker, you know, Becker is the the company with the largest market share in the industry. I don't think anyone disputes that. And they, a lot of the firms use them. They have programs where they have programs with all the firms. And so a lot of people use Becker, a lot of people pass with Becker. And my impression of Becker is that they have a lot of money behind their course. And so they, so the, the interface looks slick and they have probably an army of, of editors and and everything is top of the line. Now, you pay for that, by the way, and so that's why their course is $3,000, $3,500, whatever it might be. And so, and then also, so when a when a company has, has that much overhead, that gets passed on to the consumer. And so, all CP review courses we all get our questions from the same source, which is the AICPA. The difference between the courses, the CPA review courses, are the explanations. So the AICPA releases the questions, and then you, as a provider, have to write your own explanations. And another difference would be the, the technology. So the, the different multiple choice test bank platforms have just different interfaces, different looks and feel, looks and feels. And... Uh, and also the sims. And so the difference is the questions, the question and explanations, and probably the, the technology. Because for the most part, the CPA review courses, they all are bound by the same accounting principles, the same FASB pronouncements, the, sa I mean, the same auditing standards. And so the difference would be the editors, I think all, re all review courses have good editors and it's, you know, a debit is a debit, credit is a credit. And so it's answer explanations, technology, marketing, because some, re some review courses have like campus reps all over the place. Other people like me, I have, I have zero campus reps. And so there's marketing, which can sway public opinion about what's best. And oftentimes um, it's, it's, it's human nature to associate 
a higher price product with quality. That's just how it is. So if something is expensive, it must be because it's good. If something is cheap, it must be because they can't charge more because it's not worth it. Some cases that's, in some instances that's the case. In other cases, it's not. And what I personally recommend is for each, so each person making an investment in a CP review course, I highly recommend that you test drive, do free trials of all of the CP review courses. And so Becker, if you, if, if you just want to know that you're just going to throw a bunch of money at it and not have to worry about the tech or, or anything, that's fine. That's $3,500. A lot of people pass with Becker. That's fine. Other courses, Glime. Glime is also a good course. You mentioned Glime. Glime is also a very good course. Been around forever and and they have a very good reputation and they're known for their big red books and they have a good rec reputation in my forum for having very good simulation technology and so that's probably something that they are known for and they're hovering right around the fifteen hundred dollar two thousand dollar course price range Roger CPA review. A lot of people like Roger because accounting is, is boring. Roger CPA, Roger Phillips is, is it Philip or Phillips? I always get that wrong. I can never spell it right. Um, <laughs> and he is a, he's a very good accounting instructor who makes accounting very interesting and less boring. You know, you don't want to stab your eyeballs out with an ice pick because he keeps you engaged. And, um, what else? And Wiley, I mean, Wiley is also one of the big, big courses out there. Wiley has also been around forever and they have, they have good tech, good reputation. So that's like four that I named. And plus Ninja, obviously I am, um, you know, I don't want to put myself up there with some of these other big courses, but it is my site, my podcast. And people, people tend to use Ninja when they have failed with another course and want to supplement or they failed with, with another course or, and, and, and they want to go what I call full Ninja, like ditch the course because either they're sick of it, it's like their third time around with it, or it is expired. And the, my Ninja monthly price point, people really seem to love it it's budget friendly it's it's 67 bucks a month and you get everything and there's no commitment and you can sign up for one month download everything study pass move on whatever whereas other courses some of them have like a 10-day trial 30-day trial some of <clears throat> excuse me some of them if you buy it and, and you want to return it okay they'll let you within like 10 days whatever but they're going to charge you like 200 or $300. And that's some of the fine print. So those are all things that you really need to check out before you, before you purchase a CP review course. It's hard to say what type of person would like XYZ course. And so I would do a, so Becker offers a free trial. Roger offers a free trial. Glime free trial. Wiley free trial. Ninja free trial. I would try all those and there's there's five other good courses that I that I didn't just name drop. You should try them out too. But at the end of the day, it comes down to how hard are you going to work 
Are you going to get up early, study at lunch, study at study late, you know, tell your Facebook friends goodbye. Sorry, I won't be reading your 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 biscuit and bacon recipes in my timeline for a month. Sorry, fantasy football peeps. Um, I'm I'm I can't draft Todd Gurley this year. I'm out. Um, <laughs> I mean, you have to make some sacrifices. Don't throw 67 bucks a month at a course, Ninja. Don't throw $3,500 at Becker either if you're not ready to sit down and sacrifice. Once you are ready, then, then picking the best CPU review course for you is a discussion that you'll need to have. So try all the courses and ask yourself, Will I like studying with this person at 5 a.m.? Or is this person going to drive me nuts? If the answer is the latter, like, hey, you hear my voice, kind of got a Kansas twang going on. Some people say I have a, 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 a nasally sound in my voice because I've broken it twice. Uh, once I got punched, <laughs> long story. Um, and another one, uh, I ran into a brick wall. <laughs> Actually, three times, and and third time I got smashed with a baseball. So, uh, I'll. <laughs> needless to say, I have a nasally voice. It's all right. Um, somehow life goes on, and so if you don't like this, if you, why that's relevant is because if you don't like my voice, then you're not going to like my audio, and but if you can get past it, then you'll probably like it. And and if you don't like '90s rap references. Like if you're like a, a millennial, millennial and you think 90s is classic rock, you're probably not going to get it either. So <laughs> I had to have a discussion with my 15-year-old that, um, no, the 90s, like 90s grunge is not classic rock, son. Okay. So I hope that's helpful. Free trials. Can you stand to, can you stand this person and their mannerisms at 5 a.m.? Can you stand my nasally voice? Um, does it? And then finally, what about your budget? Like, if you, if you drop 3,500 bucks on, on this course, if you drop $2,000 on this course, well, um, there's opportunity cost at play. If you spend that much money on, on that, then that's money that you could spend on like a celebratory cruise after you pass. And that's fine. Um, so you can like buy an inexpensive course like Ninja, and then take that $2,000 cruise. Or you can, maybe if you feel more comfortable buying the $2,000 course, then go that route. But there's definitely opportunity cost at play when you choose a more expensive course. I'm kind of getting into the arena where like, I'm talking about my competitors, <clears throat> but that is, a, that is a, a real consideration. And maybe, you know, Jeff, I don't feel, quite feel comfortable with... <laughs> with Jeff and he's got the beard and, and, the, and, and the nasally voice and I'm not quite sure about him. Maybe I feel more comfortable dropping 3,500 bucks. That's fine. And I understand that. Um, but one, one way around that is because I offer people a 30 day, 100% money back refund guarantee for any reason or no reason at all. And I won't even argue with you. I'll just give you your money back and you can keep what you downloaded. So that's why you can buy Ninja. Try Ninja with zero risk because the internet is a big place and if people were unhappy with me, 
I don't want angry. I don't want angry people. That's not why I'm in this business. I'm in this business to um, support my family and help people. And and those are two things that I like doing because <laughs> I have because I have a bunch of kids and you know we can't we can't order pizza without dropping seventy bucks. So <laughs> okay, hope that's helpful. Do the demos. Learning style. Can you? Will you like? hanging out with them at 5 a.m. Does it afford, does it, can you afford it? Are you going to have to, I mean, think, think about, if you have student loans, mortgage, car payment, um, new baby on the way, if you had 2,000, 3,500 bucks to a credit card, how long is it going to take you to, to pay that off? I mean, like, do, just, just figure that out. And most, most people don't, most people don't, they, they make a purchase with their emotions and not with, you know, not figuring out the numbers. Crunch the numbers on that. I mean, you're, you're an accountant. And like, if it's going to be that you're still paying off your $3,000 course by the time that your son or daughter is getting ready to take the CPA exam, maybe you should go a different route. A lot of things to consider. I hope that's helpful. Amar writes in, hello, Jeff. I took auditing and got a 58. The idea is I was using Becker and have a full concentration on the MCQs and solve them more than once. During the exam, I discovered I have concentrated on memorizing instead of understanding the concepts. Plus, I did not have a full concentration on the Sims. If you allow me, I have three questions. If I finish reading the books, am I supposed to solve the MCQs, all of them in a correct way? No, the MCQs are an integral part of the learning process. And so you, you watch your videos, you read your books, and you get what you can out of them, but don't expect to, to jump in the in the MCQ and be scoring be scoring like 80. I mean, you're gonna start out in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s as you build your knowledge base and as you take notes. What is the appropriate way I can measure I have proper understanding of the material during studying? Well, if you're if you're scoring, I mean, if after your so let's say you've 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 drilled down and so you are all the way done with your books or videos and you're working MCQ and you have drilled down into a topic and your first set of 20 you score in the 50s second 60s 70s 80s well you're starting to get it and there's really there's really no way to know but as you miss questions write them down and take notes. Take notes over the, over the little fact nugget that, that they're testing you on. And finally, I've just subscribed with Ninja. I need your advice on how to be sure of passing the exam. So within the dojo, and you can go to, uh, since you're a Ninja Monthly member, you can go into the, into the dojo and click start here, and it will walk you through exactly how to study and if you're on another71.com, you can also go to, uh, I believe it's another71.com forward slash pass, and it will walk you through how to study as well. Brian writes in, hey Jeff, I previously used Glime and completed 50% of their MCQ for regulation for BEC and audit. I surprisingly passed regulation using only Ninja for the last 15 days of studying completing 64% of the MCQ. I want to pass at least two sections in the next testing window, and I want to take them towards the end of the testing window, late November, because I'd rather not wait two months for results. If I had to pick two sections to take within a one or two week period, would you recommend BEC and FAR or BEC 
and audit. I'll take BEC and audit together if you have to. And in, in your case, I understand why. Just because, you know, I, I personally, this is not a best practice, but I personally studied and passed audit in two weeks just because I procrastinated and I'm not a great example, but it can be done. You can absorb the auditing material a lot faster than FAR or, or regulation. And BEC, I mean, you can, you can study for BEC within five weeks and uh, it's just fine. So BEC and audit, I think, lend themselves to shorter studying periods. Best writes in, I've been thinking about my last FAR exam attempt and realized that I did not enter zeros or even click in the SIM question response areas if they did not require an answer. I keep reading on the another71.com forum with people describing how they went through each answer and entered zeros to make sure they got at least some points if they did not know how to answer a question. I was in such a hurry to make certain that I didn't run out of time that I made, I think I made a huge technical mistake by not completely reading the directions regarding those areas that didn't need a response. Do you think it's possible to have lost points by not entering zeros on SIM questions that did not require a response and have to score weaker in the task-based simulations area? It's really hard to know, but I have always been a proponent of like answer like leave as many or answer whenever possible so you only get points by entering information so you start with zero and the more you enter the more so it's, it's not like you lose points by entering things uh rather it's the opposite so you, you start with zero and then you earn points by what you enter and when I was taking the exam, I always entered zero or, I mean, hey, let's face it. When we go in and take the exam, half the challenge is figuring out what in the world the AICPA wants you to do anyway. One time I had a sim, I knew how to do the topic, but I, I stared at it for 30 minutes because I didn't know what in the world they wanted me to do. And never leave something blank if you can avoid it. Of course, that doesn't help you now because you've already taken your exam, but for anyone listening or watching, if you can avoid it, don't leave simulation blanks blank. Chantal writes in, the study materials recommend the ninja process with the first N being nail the concepts by watching CPA review course videos. However, would intense notes be okay without the videos if I don't have a CPA review course with videos to watch? Or do you have any re other recommendations for the first N, which is nail the concepts? Okay, so the Ninja Study Framework is nail the concepts, intense notes, nonstop MCQ, just rewrite your notes, and it all comes together in a final review. So the the N and the first N in Ninja, it used to be nail the videos, then I, changed it later to nail the concepts because not everyone has a video course and so if you are studying using like a CPA review book instead so you have a book or you have ninja monthly and you're just using the ninja book and not watching the ninja plus videos or whatever if you're just using a book then it's nail the concept so get through the book as quickly as possible if you have CPA review course videos get through the videos as quickly as possible take intense notes of your videos take intense notes over your book then once you're done with the book, set it aside and then carry your intense notes on into your MCQ. And when you miss a question, 
or if you get a question right but you kind of guess and you think that you'll miss it later, definitely write it down. Dion writes in, I have a question about the MCQs. What is the best way to balance them out? I'm just doing them by section for now. Is the goal to do every question? That's what I'm trying to do. Business law, so taking reg. Seems like it will take forever to get through. What are your thoughts? No, I mean, you can't, you can't get through every question and rare is the CPA candidate who gets through every question, at least in my, from what I've seen. And so really what you have to do is it's like auditing. You have to do a, a sample of the population. So you have to do a sample of the agency law questions. So maybe there's a hundred questions and maybe you do two mini testlets of 20. So you do 40 and you're scoring 85. I think you're good to go. So, and then, and then you move on to your next topic. So obviously you want to do as many, MCQs as you can, but you can't do the entire population. What I would do is like drill down into a topic. So bonds, agency law, obviously I'm mixing two different exams there, but so you, you do bonds, you do a set of 20 and then do another set of 20. You take notes as you go. And so you've already nailed the concepts either through your videos or your book. And now you're in the MCQ you're scoring in the eighties. Hey, move on to, so, inventory. So staying with uh, FAR, move on to inventory or um, pensions or something like that. So while you can't do every question, you can do a representative sample of the population. And if you're doing well, then I would move on and to your final review. Hirsch writes in, do you know if people have passed all four sections of the CPA exam using only the Ninja multiple choice questions and SIMS? Yes, people have passed using only a, so let's, for general terms, let's call it a test bank. Yes, people have passed all four sections of the CPA exam using only a test bank. Is that a best practice? No, I don't, I, I don't think it is. Um, but I, I, I do think if you're going to pick one method or one, one ingredient of a CPA review course, videos, books, MCQ, audio, notes, whatever, I would go, and if you're going to do that only, I would do the MCQ only. Now, now, what the MCQ can't do is it it can't explain something beyond what is there in the blurb. That's where a video course comes into play. The MCQ only has that little fact nugget within the context of that question. So there's no there's no hey like in a book. There's here's the concept. Example one, example two, and here's a curveball. Example three, that's where a book would come into play. And you can't practice MCQ while you drive or you shouldn't. <laughs> I'm sure it's been done. Um, so um, I guess it's a marketing opportunity. You don't have to choose because with Ninja Monthly, you get everything for one low monthly price. Book, videos, test bank, audios, flashcards, you get it all for 67 bucks a month. So you don't have to choose <laughs> there. I was able to turn that into a marketing opportunity. All right. Well, that does it for this episode of the another 71's, another 71.com CP exam podcast. If you want to be on the show, 
If you have a question, hopefully I have an answer, you can go to another71.com forward slash free and that will give you a free trial of Ninja Monthly and the dojo and the book, audio, test bank and all of that, all of those goodies. And you can submit your question to uh, ask Jeff within the dojo and it will go to the top of the list and you can get your question answered and get some free goodies. And um, I don't know how many times I've said goodies in this podcast, but it's probably too many. And we also have the private study group, which is quite popular and active. So you can check that out as well. Until next time, everyone, be good, take care, and I will talk to you soon.